So, sorry that we've kind of been off the... MIA. Yeah, MIA. That's the right word. Yeah. Um, we had, so, we're full-time students. Yeah. And... And we're busy. <laughs> had a lot of shit to do this week. Had, we both had midterms. We both had papers. We're also full-time workers, too. So, this week, we're making sure to record two episodes so you guys will have something to listen to um, one week after another. Uh, but we just wanted to apologize that um, we're nerds and we put a lot of time in, into our school. Yeah, even though it doesn't pay off. Yep. So, first things first. <laughs> we wanted to say a big thank you to our friend Sophie, the very, very talented human that you hear um, singing before you hear our voices. Yeah, our intro. She's a really good friend of Reese's, actually. They're like longtime friends from back home yeah and she recorded the little intro to us so she like is a songwriter singer yeah. dancer she's amazing she we gave her literally nothing to work with and that's what she came up with so she's great yeah so we'll have like um her instagram on the bottom of her link for our itunes account yeah and then we also wanted to make a correction so if you didn't see on our um instagram page we did want to say we got a little ahead of ourselves. We got so excited, but there's actually more marine, reptiles. yeah, marine <laughs> reptiles out there other than iguanas. Oops. Yeah, so there, as if you don't know, there's sea turtles. Yep. There's sea snakes. Yep. And there's and also there's saltwater crocodiles. Exactly. Which are one of my favorite animals. So I don't know why I forgot about. We them. just got too excited. Also, yeah. like sea turtles. Everyone loves sea turtles. Oh, I know. So we're a little silly, but. The name of the episode today is called Daddy Daycare. And we're so excited about it. Yeah. Uh, we've been planning this episode for a really long time ever since it came <laughs> into our head. We're like, oh my god, this is a really good idea. So, Daddy Daycare. Some of you were on, some of you guessed right on our Instagram. Um, so, yeah. some people are like, you're going to talk about like seahorses and stuff. And it's completely true. We're actually going to talk about parental care in the ocean. And the reason we came up with the name Daddy Daycare is because if it's in, if we're talking about fishes mainly... It's mainly the male that takes care of the young. Exactly. Whereas in mammals, it's, it's mainly the female. It's mainly the female. So we thought it'd be funny to call it daddy daycare. So we're going to talk about fishes, but we're also going to talk about um, humpback whales to kind of tell you about like the craziness that happens in parental care in the ocean, which I think a lot of people don't know that like fish do parental care. Yeah. Fish take care of their young, just like we do. Yeah, they do. Not quite, but. Yeah. You know, like. Finding Nemo is a little bit real. A li- yeah. <laughs> Yo, clownfish are really good at taking care of their babies. They are. Yeah, yeah, they're, like, really good fathers. I did hear that if the female dies, then the male turns into the female to care for the young. I'm not sure if that's true, though. We will check that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, and get, we'll back get back to you. To you. <laughs> but uh, fish can, a lot of fish can become, like, change sexes, which, yeah. is, which is true. That yeah. is a fact. So but, it's not, like, way out of there. No. No. But, um, so we're going to get the ball rolling, uh, so... With an easy one. Yeah, exactly. So, the mo- one of the most extreme cases of parental care is a famous one, which is seahorses. Yeah. So, this, um, so they're called, in, uh, they're called external bearers. Yep. And, basically, the female puts her eggs on or inside of the male, and... He protects them, and then when they're ready to hatch, he births them, and it's super fun to watch. Um, if you've ever seen a video of a seahorse giving birth, 
definitely go look it up because it's really cool. It's like a literally an explosion. They're like, and like yeah, a bunch they of- all just like fly out of the stomach. Yeah, so I want to make it clear that she doesn't impregnate him. He impregnates her. And then she transfers And then she eggs. transfers her yeah. eggs because she's like, nah, honey, I'm tired. I don't want to take care of the children. It's up to you. Yeah. So that's the most extreme form. And yeah, go look at a video. It's unreal seeing them. It looks like they're like pooping out like a thousand little babies. It's <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Um, another pretty extreme one is tilapia. There's... Other types of fish, but tilapia is one that, like, we talk about in class a lot. Yeah. So tilapia are actually called malbruders, which essentially means they keep their babies and the eggs in the mouth. The male does. So, it's so extreme because it means they're going to go for months. Without eating. Without eating. Which I couldn't do. I can't even go, like, a minute without eating. Yeah, I hate eating my own food. (laughs) Like, how do you... I don't even understand. But so what they do is like that's how they keep their eggs safe to make to make sure that their children like survive. Because just imagine you y'all, y'all think you're struggling out here on the terrestrial <laughs> land, honey, honey. You have no idea how hard it is to live in the ocean. Yeah. Like sharks are everywhere. I'm kidding, sharks are actually really great. Other but, like, fish. Other fish are out there. They're mean. Yo, mammals are out there. Yeah. You don't even know what's about to come get humans you. Humans are out there. Okay, mainly humans. Yeah. We pretty much mess up everything. Uh, yep. But usual. I highly recommend also looking at videos of mouth brewers. They're so cute. Their babies line up to go back into their mouth. Yeah, we watched a video of it in class and it was so cute. And all I can think about is why can't Halifax people line up to go to the bus like that? Right. I'm sorry. If a baby fish know how to line up to get into their father's mouth, <laughs> you can line up to go on a bus, honey. Really not that hard. Yep. If fish know how to do it, a human could do it. But I think that's a really cool one that tilapia do that. And it's obviously successful because if you're a good male and you're a good caretaker, like females are going to continue having babies with you. Yeah. And that's good. That's good fitness right there. So um, we even have this one type of fish. I cannot pronounce them. I think it's called terracin. So, C-H-A-R-A-C-I-N, if you want to go look them up. I thought I never knew about them. No, and we learned about them in class, and I was, like, just sitting there watching the video that we were seeing, and I was shocked, because this is, like, a really extreme form of, like, protecting your eggs. So, what they do is the male and the female sit together at the surface of the water, and they jump out of the water onto a leaf, and then... They lay their eggs there, and the eggs stick to the leaf, and the male has to guard them. So he goes up every once in a while just to make sure that the eggs are okay. And he blows water onto it to make sure that they don't dry out. Yeah. And, honeys, I'm saying, like, this isn't, these are eggs on a leaf that's not even in the water. Yeah. And then I guess the fish, the little babies, like, hatch and fall into the water. I think that's what happens. Yeah. But essentially, the male has to guard. Like, the female just like, okay, I gave you what I needed. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And then she pieces while he, like, takes care of, yeah, he takes care of the babies by, like, blowing water on them. It's really sweet. You should watch the videos. He literally, like, gulps water and, like, sprays it at it. And yeah. I was like, you're <laughs> such a good daddy. Oh, my God, your babies are going to love you. Yeah. Um. And so those are some examples of, like, those are some examples of, like, garters, 
So, um, like they guard their babies. Um, those are also examples of like, um, ex like internal and external, uh, barriers um and there's also some animals that produce babies like inside because that's a way of protecting your child yeah. so that's kind of like what we do right we have our children internally and then we protect them and incubate them within our stomach so well now our stomach or uterus let's be real sick we're scientists here true um sharks um also known as chondrichthys which is like the general group of like sharks and skates and rays and elasmobranchs Yes, uh, elasmobranchs, the actual... And holocephali, yes. known, also known as the chimera. Yes. Ugly fish, but that's Super old. Point. Yeah. Super old fish. Yeah. Um, but the chondrothes, that's how you pronounce it. They are... Inter some of them are internal bearers, and so they have a live birth like we do. Um, that's one of the options. They also sometimes will have a live birth with... An yolk sac attached to their baby so they're still in an egg kind of in an egg but they the way they that works is that when the baby hatch it still has like some nutrients to rely on so it doesn't have to fend for itself right out of the womb yeah but the coolest thing I always love to share about the sharks um sharks females can be impregnated by multiple yeah. men and so what happens is she will actually be growing different sh different baby sharks in her from different fathers and it's a survival of the fittest and starting then, in the womb yeah. because some might eat the other ones in the womb in the womb not messed yeah. up there was also a video i saw online of this like giant i think it was a manta ray washed up and she was pregnant and she started giving birth to all her babies and they, like, were popping out as just, like, little tiny manta rays. Like, they looked exactly the same. They were just so small. And all these people were, like, helping her push them out and, like, putting them in the That's water. Sweet. It was so cute. So cute. That is really sweet. But, um, yeah, chondrothes are really exciting. And they've been doing this for, like, millions Thousands. of years. Uh, yeah, millions, millions of, of years. years. Yeah, so long. They've been around for so long. And they're pretty much unchanged. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll have a whole... Yeah, we can do a whole episode. A whole that, episode of sharks. There's so much to say about. And that. also, I just want to like put it out there that sharks aren't dangerous. Like, you're more likely to die from a car crash than you are or from a shark. A vending machine. Oh, actually, yeah. at my old university, someone died because of a vending machine. Oh. Yeah, and your sister's about to go there. That's really sad. So enjoy, okay. Ella. <laughs> but she's uh, not gonna listen to this. <laughs> I know that for a fact. <laughs> but uh, sharks are pretty cool. But um, another extreme form of parental care are humpback whales yeah a lot of whales so yeah not just humpbacks most but, whales yeah but humpbacks are the most studied whale so we have like a lot of information on them uh, it's because they come up to the surface a lot they also are very like playful so that's why a lot of people go like whale They're watching also, uh really easily like identifiable by their tails so we we can track them and if you have a picture of their tail you know exactly which humpback that is, which group it belongs to, and all that. So it's really easy to observe them and watch them. Yeah. And follow them. Exactly. So actually, yeah, um, my boyfriend's family goes whale watching every year, mm -hmm. and we went whale watching. Actually, that's what made me change my whole life and go into marine bio, <laughs> LOL. Um, and so when we were there, we watched this one whale named coral and they're like i'm pretty sure coral's a boy but then this year they're like i'm pretty sure she's a female because she's massive and i didn't go back the next year 
when my boyfriend went the next year, um, he said that she had a baby. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So where do they go when they have babies? So it's actually incredible what these, what these creatures do because like, I think they have, I think they just got beat out for the longest migration by the blue whale, but for a while they had they held the record for the longest migration. Yeah, I read on I read we were doing some research and uh, I read the ones that the travel the farthest are the ones in the Pacific Ocean when they go yeah. from like Vancouver yeah. and stuff like that. Like up in the Arctic. Yeah, sorry, up yeah, when they go up through the Arctic all the way to Hawaii. I they, think they go past Hawaii. Some go to Hawaii. Some go to like um like Costa Rica and stuff like uh, that. So it depends yeah. on the down pods. in the tropics. Yeah. So those ones, a lot of the numbers I was reading was like ten thousand like miles. Yeah, they they travel for so long and they will not eat to feed their babies, which is like so insane. They'll not eat for yeah. like what is it four to five months? Yeah. So they travel, which can take six to eight weeks. While traveling down to the tropics, they're not eating. They're pregnant. They're pregnant, so they're traveling down. So just to give you numbers, once they're in warmer waters, so once they go to the tropics, so either like the Caribbean or either like Hawaii Mm -hmm. or uh, the Pacific side of Costa Rica, when they go down there, they have their, their child there. The reason they have their babies in the south is because the baby does not have enough blubber on it in order to be survive able in the Arctic, exactly, yeah. or even survive in our waters. Yeah, off it's of really cool. The Atlantic, in our yeah, and the Atlantic Ocean, like on near Boston, on near um, like just the Maritimes in like um, in Canada, it's just way too cold for them. So they have their babies there, and the mothers lose up to 25% of their body weight. That's so crazy. How, wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you that in pounds. So not... Yeah, that's pounds, okay? Let me tell you pounds. 20,000 pounds of blubber is lost. That's so crazy. So they lose all that. And their babies drink 50 gallons of milk a day. Yeah. That's insane. And their milk is five times more fattier than breast milk, like human breast milk. Well, it's because you, we, well, we learned that. Yeah, that they're so big when they come out. So we, um, so where we are right now, there was a humpback whale that just washed up on the beach. And this, one of the girls in one of our classes, she went to go check it out with, uh, one of the response teams. And she said that it was a 40 foot whale. And so it was classified as a young adult. So they grow up to what, did they say 70 feet? Yeah, like, but it's it just, like, crazy to think when they're born, they're 30% the size, almost, like, they're 30% of the size of their parent. Yeah, like, they're so big. But it, it makes sense, like... But they look so small in I, comparison to their to, to their mothers. I know. You should look up calves and cows. That's what the they're called. Like, the, the mother's called the cow and the baby's called the calf, even though they're not actually the beef that we eat. <laughs> They're the blubber of the ocean, but you should look at them. But it's, I think it's incredible that these parents go through these extreme things to like be able to have these children. And yet we're like complaining because yeah, we have to carry it something for nine months and, and then love it for 18. So I actually just read an article the other day yeah. about my friend sent it to me. And so there was the first observation. Um, it was in BC, I think off Vancouver Island mm-hmm. um, of, Infant, infant, infant aside, in whale, in killer whales, 
So this big bull, um, he uh, took the calf from the mother and was care- like killed it and was carrying it around and then tried to reproduce with the mother. And the mother like hit him so hard that like his blubber apparently was shaking. That's what I read in the article. And, but he still wouldn't let go of her calf and her poor, that poor, that poor mother. Yo, bulls are rude. Yeah, they're really rude. But that's the first, like, incident that's been observed of it in killer whales, which I think is really interesting. That is really interesting. Because it's seen a lot in, like, land mammals, like monkeys and lions. But yeah, if it's, they if haven't it's not really the males. Seen, yeah. yeah, they haven't really seen much of it in whales. That's crazy stuff. Yeah. But who would have known that parents go through a lot in the ocean to make sure that they're young, stay alive, because it is a lot harder to live in the ocean. Yeah. First of all. It's a 3D environment. Yeah. Dudes, it's a 3D environment. I know y'all are going to be like, well, I live in a 3D environment. No, you don't. You, you walk on one surface. And that's it. And you that's it. You can't fly. You can't go up in the water column. No, honey. You yeah. cannot. So it's just like, it's absolutely, it's crazy because God, if, I'm sorry, I would not lose that much weight for a child yeah I can't even lose weight for like myself gain weight for a child (laughs) (laughs) like the idea of being able to eat whenever no you actually can't or not eat like imagine not eating like what um I would be hangry how are they not I know it's insane that'd be that no yeah never happening (laughs) but there's also other extreme forms too penguins I think a lot of people forget about seabirds, yes. About seabirds. So, everyone thinks if it's a like, marine animal, it has to be in the water. Yeah. But, like, polar bears are a marine animal. Yeah. A lot of marine birds, like penguins. So, it's any creature that has to rely on the water. And those males have to sit on those eggs for months. If you saw, if you haven't seen the the March of the Penguin. Oh, what a sad movie. If you want to cry, oh. do it. But if you also want to be super happy, do it. And if you also want to be really informed, do it. But they sit, those males sit on those eggs for so long. But then those females, honey. Yeah. They go on a long hunt to go get food for their child. I know. And then they regurgitate into their mouth because they're beautiful souls. Also, it's not actually regurgitation. They have a pocket in their throat. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so they have a pocket in their throat. So Where all they you, save it. Exactly. So all you guys out there judging birds, <laughs> being like, that is disgusting. It's like how hamsters keep stuff in their cheeks. Yeah, it's yeah. not eaten. So they'll put like a fish in one side of this like pocket in their mouth, and then they'll pop it out and put it into their baby's mouth. Interesting. Yeah, so that's how their baby eats. And what's really sad, though, is the ice in the... In Antarctic. Yeah, Antarctic. Is disintegrating. Melting. Both. <laughs> everything. And there's less room for these penguins to be safe. Because so sad. orcas, as we all know, are hella smart. Yeah, and they know. And they sky, they, like, they spy hot. Yeah, have you seen that, uh, that video of the seal on that, like, uh, it's not an iceberg, but, like, that patch of ice in yeah. the water, and the orcas are swimming underneath, creating waves for the seal to roll off into the water, and then they eat it. Yo, they're so smart. Yeah, they, they're they really cooperative. But we'll talk about that in a different episode. But it's just sad, so global warming is a real thing, and it's really sad that these poor penguins are dealing with that. And then one more, just because if you haven't watched the new Blue Planet, yeah. you need to, because they talk about the wa- the walruses. Oh, my God. It is like the cutest. Oh, yeah. It's the cutest oh, relationship. Yeah. So essentially, the mothers 
and the babies are going through such a hard time right now because the ice is melting. And they have nowhere to live. And they have nowhere to live and they have to run away from the polar bears because the polar bears are going to eat them. And they will fight with each other to make sure that they can find ice for them and their child. Yeah. And there's one little scene in The Blue Planet where the mother tries to go on this one ice, but the other mothers are like, hell to the no. You can't come on to here. Yeah, you can't sit with them. And then, yeah, and then that mother's like, well, fuck all y'all. And she just breaks the iceberg and all of them fall oh. off. Oh. Because she's like, if y'all not going to let me on, no one's going up on this iceberg. <laughs> That's so sassy. And they... Yo, with their teeth, they ready to fight. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and so she ends up, don't worry, the moral story is really happy. She ends up finding an iceberg oh. with her baby. And then the beautiful voice of David Attenborough oh, says, bless him. and I never knew this, their fight for trying to make sure that their child lives, especially during this time, builds a bond between that mother and that child for so long that forever they keep in touch. That's so cute. They keep in touch forever because oh. she fights so hard for that child. That's so so the message of this story is be a walrus. Fight love for, your mom. <laughs> love your mom because she fought for you, okay? Or whatever type of parent you had out there that fought for you. Yeah. You love them. Oh, that's so cute. I'm sorry, Mom, that I wasn't always a great child. I love you. <laughs> Dad, you're pretty great, too. Well, that's us for today. Yeah. Uh, next time we'll be talking about... Plastics. So our favorite topic. Get ready Speaking for Speaking of global warming. Yeah. Get ready for us to make you feel really bad. About yourself. And I feel bad about myself. Sometimes yeah. I use plastic. Yeah. But also making you realize like the actual shocks about plastic. Yeah. But other than that, I'm Katie. I'm Rafe. And talk to you never. Oh yeah, we forgot to say that at the beginning. Oh well. Bye. Bye.